All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, nonstop Leafs talk starts now. Well, as the NHL descends on Nashville, the trade wins around the league are starting to pick up in a big way. Presented by Botano, it's the Monday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill with you. How are you feeling, Rosie? Good. Buddy, just want to see what's going on this Monday morning. See what Freeds has to tell us. Hopefully he's got some insider info. But seems like the Hawks are circling, but nothing's happened so far. I believe they call it the Vultures. But nonetheless, uh, Elliot Friedman... Elliot Friedman's coming up in about 10 minutes from now. Got to say, you caused quite a stir on Friday on social media. For those of you who missed it, we put out a clip from Friday's show. Uh, Rosie being as candid as ever on Mitch Marner. You said he was too weak to lift the Stanley Cup. You said he was soft. So I'm going to give you a chance to rebuttal and pump his tires. He's up for the Selkie Trophy tonight, bud. The Frank J? Not bad. Hey, I am, I mean... Fuck, some guys, I mean, when you look at the comments or something like that, which you shouldn't do, you get 10 good ones to one negative one, and you're like, oh, man, you focus on that one. But, I mean, people get mad that you say that. This is what's wrong with Toronto. And, I mean, I came into this job thinking, you know, the media is too hard on the team. And it's not that they're too hard on them. It's just that there's too much of it. And But I'm not going to do this job and not say what I think. I'm not going to be like mainstream media and say nothing that's off the the beaten path, you know? And yeah. if I think that Mitch Marner 
doesn't have the tenacity to lead a team to a Stanley Cup, then I'm not going to keep that to myself. I'm just going to say it. And it doesn't mean anything more than my opinion. So uh, I'm going to keep throwing that stuff out there. But yeah, that rattled some cages, didn't it? Hey, keep being yourself, my man. And again, you have that unique perspective because you've been on both sides. You've been a player for this team. Now you're a media member covering this team. So uh, I'm all for it. I'm all for the clicks. And I just I love how are. people don't want to expose and, <laughs> and promote what we do. And yet they're retweeting and subtweeting and bitching and complaining. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of funny as hell. Anyways, remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review wherever you're checking us out. Also, Mitch Marner and his uh, soon-to-be wife, I guess, were at the uh, Shania Twain concert on Friday. Shania Twain was ripping up the area, by the way. Two back-to-back concerts over the weekend at the Leafs Nation 401 as I get sidetracked, where you can subscribe here on YouTube. Additionally, we're available wherever you find your podcast. Just search Leafs Morning Take. Don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest in all things Toronto Maple Leafs. If there's a week to do so, it's probably this one. It's uh, expected to be mayhem, not only for the Leafs, but around the NHL. Thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns, you can drop us in the chat. Uh, drop us a line in the chat down below. There we go. Here on YouTube, and we'll get to them a bit later on in the show. But for now, let's get over the boards. We had that sound effect that you just made to the show. I liked it. It was like a little bird chirping. That's great. Um, so a big weekend in terms of activity. We talked about this a lot last week, Rosie. Where are the where are the moves? Where are the trades? Like, is something going to happen? Mind you, it hasn't happened on the Maple Leafs front, but again, a former Maple Leaf, Sean Dersey, was traded to Arizona over the weekend. Then as we have this conversation, there's a lot of speculation, a lot of moving parts, a deal that hasn't gone through yet. Kevin Hayes could end up with the St. Louis Blues. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois could be on the move. Uh, it's just the beginning of, uh, I think, a massive week around the NHL, obviously. Yeah, we're creeping, creeping, creeping towards that July 1 date. And... You know, when you get there, a lot of things happen. You know, guys obviously go on the market, but no move contracts and clauses go into effect, which affects the Maple Leafs there. Uh, Lots to happening. So I don't know. I would think that this week you could start seeing things tumble. And then obviously July 1, uh, I don't know. Is it is it setting up to be, you know, mayhem as far as free agent? You know, some years just goes absolutely off the grid crazy and then some some years are a little bit quieter but for some reason i feel like there's going to be some shakeups this year it seems like a lot of teams that you thought were going to do good didn't do well teams you didn't think this that calgary's in shambles seems like lots is going on you know before coming on here i was actually listening to the latest edition of the 32 thoughts podcast and again elliot friedman's coming up here on the show in about five minutes and he was talking about how obviously a lot of teams prefer the trade market over free agency and understandably so i think when you look at some of the potential names available on july 1 uh, it, it, it's it's not as fascinating or I think as you know important to maybe take a look as it is maybe the trademark. And I think that's where you're starting to see. And that's why there's a lot of correlation and direction when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Maybe they're looking at the trade route. But again, we've talked about assets and stuff like that. I think we're waiting on something here from Brad Tree Living, but that's probably the case is I think a lot of people look at the uh, free agent class and they're, they're not crazy about it. Yeah, it's not as deep as it could be. And, you know, yeah. when, you, when you're going on trades and whatnot you know you can potentially get rid of something that you need to unload and and you can add something that you want and it kind of goes both ways where you know in free agency you're just adding and adding and adding and i mean your cap gets to the roof pretty quickly and then you got stuck with some things and you can put yourself in a tough position so i understand that from a gm's point of view but definitely uh 
it is easier to go and pull the trigger on a free agent than I, I think to actually get a deal done in the trade market. But it's Perfect. so interesting because, again, the next two weeks are going to tell us a lot about what that Maple Leafs roster will look like. Again, we're waiting for that first shooter drop with this team, but I'm just so fascinated what type of direction they go because more times than not, there's always a lot of rumors surrounding the Leafs. There hasn't been much the last couple of weeks. Yeah, nothing crazy. And uh, I think Brad Tree Living's kind of keeping his cards close to his vest this year. And I mean, he's yeah. uh, he understands Canadian market. He gets there and he's not going to start, you know, fanning any flames and, and starting any rumors himself. So he's keeping pretty tight. And I think that's kind of a, you know, probably a, a cause of being brand new in the in the town. He doesn't yeah. have his, you know, tentacles out through all the media and the insiders and whatnot. But again, Elliot can touch on that, I'm sure, better than anyone else there in the world. So be interesting to see what uh, what the rumors are, if any, and and then to actually see what Tree Living gets done here in the next week or two. I wish Botano had some odds on like what team Brad Tree Living is going to make his first trade with. Maybe it's Calgary. Maybe it's the Philadelphia Flyers. For sure, I think those teams are open for business. Maybe it's the Winnipeg Jets. We'll we'll find out in the coming days. So again, Elliot Friedman's coming up in about five or so. For now, um, Freed's the other day. A very, very interesting quote. I'm very curious to see what happens here if Nylander isn't extended by July 1. We're going to talk about him in mere moments with Fridge. But again, Nylander on so many levels uh, is so important and, and is such a big moving factor or factor, if you want to call it that, for the entire offseason for this Leafs team. How do you, how do you see it playing out, Rosie? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm just looking like he's got one year till he's a UFA. It's about 7 million bucks is what he's making. You think he's going to go up there, but it's just, it's tough. Like I feel he's for money this year. He's the most valuable guy. I mean, he's far, he's underpaid probably. Um, I think that his, uh, his reputation of kind of being lazy or whatever. I think there's a couple of bad looking clips from two years ago that came out of his back checking or forechecking or whatever. And uh, I think he, I don't think he had much of that this year. I think he was playing pretty tenacious and I like him, but to, to move him, what can you get for him? It's just all over the place. And you know, all the while you got those big boys hanging over you at that 11, 12, 13, 14, $15 million mark is just such a weight on, on the cap that, it's tough to know what's going to go on. And I honestly have no idea. I don't know what they're going to do. And I think Tree Living's, uh, I don't even know if he knows, but we'll see if Elliot Friedman knows and see if we can get our finger on any kind of a pulse here today. Yeah, because I think when you look at Nylander specifically, I think by now you have to have a firm understanding if this guy's willing to go long-term and as if it makes sense for you, right? I think it's more so about that. Like I think from all indication, Nylander would, would like to re-up with this team. But from a salary cap standpoint, we know it's only going up one mil next season should take a massive jump next summer, starting next summer at least. But that's the wonder, that's the concern. Can they make it work financially if you want to keep that core four intact, right? Yeah, it's big money. I mean, John Tavares eating up $11 million for the next few years. It's uh, it's big money. And you look at the percentage of the cap that they take up, they take a lot of it. And if you believe in that core four, then, you know, that's what Dubis did. He believed in them and put the money where his mouth was and, and built that team around them. And, you know, if if you do, then you got to continue with that and try to make the pieces work around it with the cap situation. And if not, maybe you blow it up and you move somebody. And and to be honest with you, Nylander is kind of the last guy out of those. Well, I don't know about Matthew. It's it's tough. You move one, and and who is it? it? It's it's a tough deal, man. It's an interesting position, and I honestly don't know what my thoughts are on it yet. 
Yeah, because I think the interesting and the fascination with Nylander is like, I think if you want to make a move, like not suggesting they're going to make a move where they trade Nylander, the next two weeks is everything. I think the one thing I've realized and learned covering this league the way I have for the last 12 years, if you're not active, if you don't make those moves in the, in the, you know, the first week of free agency and certainly the first week here, um, you know, when the draft's up, I think you're in trouble. So that, that's the problem they run into right now, Rosie, is making that decision. Um, you know, when the leading days to free agency, if you can't do it, then quickly finding a trade to do it, right? Yeah, it's it's weird, man. I, I, sometimes I get the impression that these decisions come down to the absolute 11th hour and it can be two opposite ends of the spectrum. Like we're going to unload this guy and send him wherever and get whatever in return or we're going to lock him down for six, seven, eight years. And and it seems to come down to the last second where you're like, oh, he's going to move. There's a deal in the works. There's a deal in the works. Long-term contract, like nail him down. It's like, holy smokes, man. I can imagine that... Uh, you know, those phones are just constant, the sweats off the brow of those GMs and, and they don't even know what's going to happen until the last minute when it actually happens and they have to like do or die, make a decision one way or the other. And it's crazy because sometimes the decision is, like I said, on the opposite ends of the spectrum of keeping a guy or locking them down forever. And it's just, it must be mayhem. I, I wish we had nice cam in some of those GMs uh, offices. I wish we had a live cam on today's guest last night on Lower Broadway. Let's bring in now the one and only from Sportsnet is Elliot Friedman. How are things down there in Nashville, Elliot? Do I look like I had a good night last <laughs> night? Like that's, Unreal. That's, yeah. You've been giving her on Broadway, Friedman? No, you know what? I got to tell you, last night was pretty boring. Uh, I've had a couple of late nights in a row, so last night was quiet. But tonight, awards and then... Tuesday, I'm here till Friday. As you know, guys, you don't, you don't, you don't uh, throw your pitches out in the first inning. You need to last until the ninth, right? So it was an easier night last night. That's a wily sure. veteran pacing himself out there. Mm-hmm. Smart man. Atta boy, Fridge. Atta boy. Okay, let's get to the business again. So appreciative of your time. I know you're busy. Just actually listen to your podcast before I started this show. Uh, let's start with housekeeping. Will Bradshaw Living be taking part in the draft? Uh, did we ever get clarity on that? No, it, well, unless in, in Calgary has changed its mind, he's not allowed to be at the draft table. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Willie Nylander, we were just talking about him. One way or another, um, will we know his fate maybe in the next week here? I think so. I Look, I'm not convinced Matthews is going to sign by Saturday. Mm-hmm. but I uh, Or, yeah, Saturday. But I think he is signing. And, and I think everybody here is fairly confident that he's going to sign. And I think the Leafs have an idea of what the number is going to be. Um, um, I think that, uh, uh, and I'm thinking it's four or five years, but I don't know that that's kind of what I've been thinking. Uh, So um, I think they kind of have an idea what it's going to be. Now, Nylander, I think is more of, as we do this at, 10 10 uh, nashville time on monday morning i don't think there's a handle on this one yet i think they've i think they've exchanged numbers i think they're not close i think there's work to do here and you know my big question is what is the maple leaves comfort level like i said i think they're going to get matthews done even if it's not done by saturday my big question is what is the least comfort level with Nylander? Because as we sit here on Monday morning, I think there's a lot of work to do on this contract. And being where his salary is at right now, what kind of bump, what do you think, what kind of number is he going to be looking at to get it done in, in Toronto? And what does that do to their situation with the core four? 
Well, I, I think Jay, like, honestly, you know, he scored 40 goals this year or, you know, just right at it. You know, Nylander is a, is a crazy player. Like for 57 minutes, you're like, what the hell's going on out there? And then three minutes, he makes incredible plays that win you games. And, you know, like in the playoffs, how many big moments did Toronto have that he was right in the middle of? Yeah. And and also they had a lot of injuries this year and he had a really good year. Like I think they I think they want to keep him. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But look, like he's If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You know, like, the other thing too is, and this is a factor here, nobody on this team has taken a cut, right? Like, everybody's maxed out. So I think that's part of the issue is, like, Nylander is going to say, hey, why should I take a haircut if nobody else does? So I think I, I, like, I think he's looking at at least a nine. Like, if you wanted to start with an eight, you're going to have to convince him, you know, why you're going to have to convince him, why should you do that if maybe nobody else is going to do that? So I think, I think that's kind of the wave that they're riding here. Do you get the sense the Leafs know what kind of package they want if they have to trade this guy? Uh, I think they've been doing a lot of work on that kind of thing. Yes. Um, uh, I, I, I do believe that they look, look, I think like I've, I've said this a lot. And if you listen to the podcast this morning, Nick, you heard me say it again. Like I think tree living is drinking through a fire hose. I think he's, he's got a whole, he's trying to sign Shan. I think he's trying to sign O'Reilly. I think they'd love to bring back a Um, You know, he's got to get Matthews done. He's got to get Nylander done. 
Um, I don't think they're buying out Brody, but I think they're trying to find defensemen. I, I think they're trying to find some defensemen with some juice to them. I, I think he's – so, yes, I think he knows what the market is out there, but I think their preference, their first choice is to keep him. So with all these additions and extensions and everything we're talking about, we know this team's been close to the cap here. Is anyone going out? Is anyone on their way out of Toronto? Yeah, I think some of the UFAs won't be back. Um, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't think Hall will be back. Um, I think it's, it's very hard to see how bunting is going to be back. Yeah. Um, I just don't think they can make that work. I think they've taken a look at camp, but I'm not counting on it. Like, I, I think the one thing out there is what is O'Reilly going to get out there? You know, what is O'Reilly's like, is somebody out there going to do four times five? And if that's the case, I, I don't know how Toronto. I think Kerfoot's going to be out too. I don't think he'll. I'm looking at your board there. Yeah. Uh, I think Kerfoot's going to be out. I think with Samsonov, I think they're happy to bring him back, but I think the question is term. I don't think the Leafs are term crazy about this one. So I think, you know, he's an RFA, so they have some control here, but I don't think they want to go big term for Samsonov. So, like, I think that's the thing. Like, what's the sweet spot to keep O'Reilly? So, number one to me is Matthews. Number two is Nylander. And now, then I think you start figuring out what's going on around them. The other thing, too, Jay, I really do believe is I think he wants to rework the defense a little bit. Yeah. Like, can he get uh, some bigger body? Look, like, we're seeing it right now. Your defensemen can't just be mobile. Your defensemen have to be big, and they have to be mobile. Yeah, and that's the thing I was going to bring up, right? I just think when you look at the body of work for Brad Treleven, specifically in Calgary, like he built from the back end, and that makes me wonder. And on top of that, you look at a team like Calgary, could they make sense as a trade partner? Could Philadelphia make trade? Uh, makes sense as a trade partner to me it's it's you know as clear as night you know as night I mean when you look at this team that they're going to try to pick up a top four defenseman at the very least no it's hard those are hard to find though like that yeah. like, like Hannafin I'm under the impression that Hannafin wants to play in the U.S. which is fine with me he's he's a year away from unrestricted free agency he's earned the right to make the call as, as he sees fit so I don't know if that makes any sense for Toronto like I like I know Nick everybody's uh, going out there and going on to the various trade machines and they're trading Nylander to Calgary for, <laughs> for uh, Hannafin plus, you know, the thing is though, is that um, Hannafin uh, or sorry, Nylander, if you're Calgary, you're not making that deal unless you know, you can sign Nylander or you're flipping them somewhere. Right. So I don't even know if that's, that's reasonable. Um, you know, Backland will see, uh, he talked again yesterday. I read Luke Fox's quotes with him. You know, that's a guy who's looked like he's checking to see what's out there. <clears throat> Lindholm, excuse me, Lindholm, we don't have clarity on on him yet. So I'm just, but again, if you're Toronto, same deal. You're, you're going to be trading a guy, if you're doing this, who's got one year left for a bunch of other guys who've got one year left. And Hannafin, I think, wants to go to the States. So like the one guy I do think it fits for Toronto is Sanheim. And uh, I think, I don't know how much they've talked about him. I think they, like, Tree Living's the kind of guy who uh, calls and just says, what's going on? So I think he probably knew that Sanheim was out there. But I, as of this weekend, they hadn't talked with uh, Philly with any depth on him because Philly looked like they were sending him to St. Louis. So yeah. we'll see if he re-engages with that. But 
that's the one thing. I, I'm looking for defensemen. Like, who are the defensemen out there who make sense? Because those are the guys he's going to be looking at. You touched on Ilya Samsonov already, Elliot. What about Matt Murray in that situation? Can they get out from that? Are they going to go with Sammy and, and Wool this year? What do you? What does it look like on the in the goaltending situation? Well, I, I think this. I, I think with Murray, as I checked on the weekend, and there there had been no talks about buying him out yet, Jay. So um, either they're waiting to the last second, or they're figuring out here. Like the one thing about wool is, or wool, I got to get used to calling him wool, the proper yeah. way to call him. But, and Jay, you've been in this situation before, so you can understand the danger of this. They know that at least with wool is that he doesn't need waivers. Mm-hmm. So they can punt this one. Yeah. Now it's not always an easy thing to do because the kid showed me in the playoffs last year that he's ready to play. But um, I think it's all going to come down to, I just think Toronto's going to take this as close as they can, knowing until they know what the numbers are for Matthews and or Nylander, and then make all their decisions from there. There's just so many moving parts. Um, and, you know, just to wrap on the trade play, like what is in play for this team? Like that that's my big question I've been wondering about the last week. So everybody wants them to make a trade, but what are they looking to give up? Is the first that they have from Boston in play? Is Robertson out there? Is Nice's name out there? Nice is a no. I I, yeah. I don't see that happening at all. Um, so Nice is a no. Robertson, yes. The first, I think it would take something uh, really decent uh, for them to to do it. Something that they could control for a bit. I think at least you know it could change, but that's kind of what they've they've, they've hinted at. Um, but Robertson for sure. The first, I think it depends on you know what would get, they could get in return. And then, I mean, we'll see what happens this week with, uh, we'll see what happens this week with Nylander. Like, like I, like to me, like, like this to me is the, the two biggest decisions for me are Matthews and Nylander. And I think they have a general understanding of what's going on with Matthews. Number one, he's going to sign. And number two, I think they know the number is probably going to come in around. Yeah. There's a, some fly around. <laughs> over there. Uh, I, I think my, this is, I don't want anyone running with this as a report, but my guess is the number comes in around 13. Like that's what I think it's going to be in that area. And so I, and I think they kind of know that. Um, and then like, so now I think that like it, like if they can, if they can, if Nylander is willing to do eight, five, then I think it gets done. But if it's, if he's not, I just don't know. And I don't know that they're, like I said, as of Monday, my sense is they're nowhere close on them. And this week they're really going to, everyone's going to be here in Nashville. So maybe they'll take him out to Broadway and get him hammered and get him to sign something while he's, uh, while he's not thinking properly. <laughs> Elliot, you're uh, in your experience. Can you predict if it's going to be like a hot free agency or if it's going to be a little more subdued? Do you get a sense of that when the, the years are big and the years are a little more quieter? Can you predict that beforehand or is it just see what happens? You know what, Jay? I think I think right now the reason you're hearing a lot of trade rumors is because teams like what's out there by trade more than they like what's out there in free agency. This is not – I mean, Barbashev is going to hit a home run. I don't think there's any question about that. You know, Hill, I think, is coming off the board. It sounds like there's a two times 4.9-ish there for uh, Hill in, in Vegas. Um, you know, I, I still think the Bruins will do what they can to keep Bertuzzi. Um, you know, we'll see, we'll, we'll, we'll see what, what happens out there. But, um, you know, I, I think that 
Frank's got Barbashev a little low on his list, I think. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I think this, I think, like, look, like, look what Colorado did. I think Colorado tried to get Dubois for one year. Uh, I think they did. They could, he didn't do it. They couldn't do it. Think about it. They traded for, um, they traded for Johansson at two times four over doing anything in free agency. I think that tells you everything you need to know what a lot of these teams think about the free agent market. Well, Freed, you're the absolute best. I know you're busy down there. Um, I, I I wonder for your safety if you run into me on Lower Broadway because we might get into it a bit. But uh, appreciate your time and looking forward to seeing what the Leafs do here, bud. I have bodyguards, Nick. You won't be able to get within 15 feet of me and a restraining order. Wow. Wow. Okay. Jay, are you coming down or no? No, we toyed with the idea, but yeah. uh, not this year. We'll see what happens, though. We'll, uh, we're we thinking about doing some live stuff together, though, so it'd be nice. And maybe we'll make a little pop-in appearance from Elliot Friedman. It'd be nice. Okay, we'll see what we can do, guys. You okay, never want to comb so through that hair, though, okay? No, you know what? Honestly, <laughs> you're not going to believe this, but I just got back from the hotel gym, so that's why I look like Oh, this. good for you. Wow. <laughs> okay, okay. Keeping it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that tight but better yeah thanks Rach. all right take care guys see you buddy uh what an absolute beauty man he uh he taught me freed's taught me in school for a bit and obviously i work with him at uh sports that too just salt of the earth always has time for everybody man it's crazy you said that that's oh. hilarious man he taught you fuck yeah no he, he uh... i remember freed's taught me for like he he taught a class for like half a semester and i was there and i'm like fuck i got elliot friedman because i used to watch him on the score and shit like that and it's sure. like so crazy how it's evolved where, you know, I'm interviewing him and working with him. And again, great dude. A lot of great nuggets in that interview, by the way. Like the Nylander thing's fascinating to me. It is, man. I mean, fucking stuff's all over the place and it can go either way. I I, I mean, you try to sit here and say this is what it looks like, but yeah. I don't even think the no powers... Idea that B know what's going to happen. So I think that's why it's fun to sit back and watch. And I just hope there's some fireworks and some exciting things happen. I hope there's a shakeup of some kind. That's what I'm hoping for. I want to see some, some deals be made and some, some eyebrows raised. I love chaos, man. And I'm hoping for some chaos on Wednesday at the NHL draft. The Botano wrap up is presented by Botano.ca. The game starts now 19 plus please play responsibly. Actually, just before coming on the show, I was told about Botano and some of the, uh, interesting betting markets that they have covered in terms of futures that you may want to check out over at Botano. Um, you can, you can pick how many goalies are going to be drafted in the first round. Like there's an over under on that draft position. Like I actually have taken a flyer on Leo Carlson to go second overall to the Anaheim ducks. I know it's very likely it's going to be Fantilli, but you just never know. And then there's the fascination with the Russian kid, Matvey Michkov. Um, I think if everything was normal and the circumstances were normal, Michikov's going number two behind Connor Bedard. But again, there's the whole concern about the fact that I think he's got three years left on his contract in the KHL, and you don't know what's going to happen. So he's going to slip down the draft board, and thanks to producer Aaron for putting the board up there. Um, it starts to get interesting at number five with Montreal, but Michikov could end up in either Washington or Philadelphia. That's my guess. But there's uh, some really, really fun bets you can put out there on Botano right now. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's fun to do if you want to get involved with it. And yeah, I like that whole Russian play comes into effect. I mean, honestly, if if you can get that guy on an airplane somehow, he could be pretty valuable. But whether you can do that or not is is a big time gamble. So if he's sliding down too far, you look at some of those guys, uh, some of those teams going down the order, like you might want to risk one of those and and see if you can get this like uh, top tier talent. Just fingers crossed you can get him out of the bloody country.
Yeah, well, I joked about it. Like, Michkov is actually in North America. He, believe it or not, he's going to be at the draft, and he's taking oh. meetings with teams. Like, nobody, that's the running joke, is that nobody's been able to talk to this guy. I mean, there, oh, there's so yeah. much corruption surrounding the kid, unfortunately. And nobody's been able to talk to him. And now you get him in North America. I'm like, is there a way where you just keep him in North America? But no, he is signed in the KHL for the next three years. And I think if you're a team like Washington, it would make a lot of sense. The Alex Ovechkin factor, the Kuznetsov factor, there's so many Russians on that roster who could sway him. Like what young Russian kid wouldn't want to play at some point with Alex Ovechkin? Like we'll see three years down the road where he is, but wouldn't that be crazy if Michkov is on that team when Ovechkin is chasing Gretzky's record? It'd be cool, man. There'd be a big Russian connection there. It's uh, it's always weird when those politics and world powers and stuff get involved uh, in in sport. So yeah. we'll see where he goes if he slides too far down or what happens. It'll be interesting. PS seventeen writes: If they move Nylander, it better be for a top four defenseman. If there's anything I've gathered, man, the last couple of weeks, it's that Brad Tree Living's after a defenseman, man. They've been linked to Sanheim. Noah Hannafin, a tad. Like, I, I think it's crystal clear the first move, in my opinion, if it's a trade, it's going to be a top four defenseman. Yeah, it would be nice. It's, uh, and you got to know, are you going to get Chen locked up? Or like, who's going to be there and who, what do you need? It's, it's, everything's up in the air, man. It's a crazy time of year with, uh, the draft and free agency. And, you know, I, I do think that they could benefit from a top tier defenseman, no question. And it's, the question is, what do you give up and what does this team need and where do we fall short in the playoffs? And you start crunching the numbers and, you know, you want to build that team as well as you can, but you got to keep in mind, where do we fall short? What do we need? What, like, what what does it take to get through these playoffs and, you know, get to the conference finals, get to the finals, win a Stanley Cup? It's, uh, it's a tough deal. It's a tough deal. I imagine Tree Living's just uh, buzzing right now. You know what's buzzing? The chat. They're really giving it the fridge, man. PS17, is Elliot at the Science Center touching the electric ball? That's a really, really good question. John O'Meara writes in, Elliot spent 30 minutes fluffing his hair. <laughs> MR writes in, Friedman needs some product. Again, we're just thankful of Freeds to coming on. And uh, whether I believe him or not, he said he was at the gym before doing the hit. I appreciate that, too. I don't think Freeds gives a shit what he looks like. I love <laughs> it. He's always looking good. His brain's going and his uh, his info's spewing. That's all we care about. Yeah, he's the fucking best, man. Honestly, he really is the best. And again, if if there's one thing I take from that interview with Freeds, it's, it's Willie Nylander, man. Like, yeah. we could be seeing the final days of, of Willie Nylander as a Toronto Maple Leaf, man. It's crazy. And he really thinks they're going to lock up Matthews. Like he really yeah, believes good. they're going to lock him up. And I mean, that's, that's a big deal. I, I, I love how Mitch Marner wasn't even, his name's not even brought up. Like, is he, is he untouchable or like, could that just be some explosive bomb go off? If, if he gets moved in some way, it'd be, be wild, man. I would, I'm hoping for fireworks. I got to say that. Yes, and uh, we'll leave it at that for today. So again, Rosie's not in the mix tomorrow. You're going to have a three hits for us, just sort of giving a breakdown of the draft and the week ahead and maybe some thoughts on on what you can see transpiring. Um, just um, some programming notes. I'm heading down to Nashville uh, tonight, so I'll be doing the show from our location with the Nation Network. I believe we're going to be at a hotel doing the show. And uh, Frank Sarvalli is going to join me tomorrow in person. So anything breaks, uh, any news comes out, we're going to break it down. With Frank Saravalli coming up tomorrow, of course, um, uh, Rosie's going to be by with a three hits and uh, I will be there all the way until Thursday. You're going to be back with me on Wednesday to preview the draft too. You betcha. 
Looking forward to it. Everybody in the chat, you were phenomenal. Uh, Again, you're the reason why we can bring you fantastic guests like Frank Saravalli and Elliot Friedman. And we look forward to the rest of the week and leading up to free agency next Saturday. Also, many thanks to producer Aaron and, of course, uh, Elliot Friedman for dropping by today. For Jay Rosehill, I'm Nick Alberga. We'll talk tomorrow. Take care. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.